Finding God in all things. Day eleven. Want a breakthrough in your relationship with God? At this stage of the retreat, especially after the reflection on the tenth day, I hope you can sense that in choosing Jesus as the love of our lives, and in responding to and living out God's call, there is a clear disparity between our willing hearts. And our practical actions. We must never rely solely on subjective feelings to determine whether we have established an intimate relationship with God, or use our own one-sided understanding to determine whether we have met the requirements of Jesus. We must seek confirmation from Jesus, because relationships are not one-sided, and the standards. Are not set by ourselves. Not seeking verification only shows that we are not serious, or we have not understood clearly before jumping to conclusions, or when faced with God's very clear demands, we continue to avoid facing God because we are unwilling to take responsibility. I believe that most of us know in our minds. What we should do, and what we should not do. God often speaks to us through our conscience, doesn't He? Besides, God's words, which reveal His mind, are clearly written in the Bible. That leaves us no excuses not to understand His will for us. After all. It is very likely that we are not serious enough about this relationship, or have other preferences in life, distracting us from establishing a normal and healthy relationship with God. Therefore, whenever choosing God leads us away from investing in our interests, we distance ourselves from God, or avoid His gaze and gentle invitation. In our relationship with God, we often take advantage of Him, and take His love and understanding for us for granted. Poor God is often neglected and mistreated by us, and becomes the victim in our relationship. If we don't earnestly clarify these issues, how can we claim with a clear conscience that we desire to find God in all things? Wouldn't that be hypocritical and self-deceptive? Therefore, we really need to spend enough time in this retreat to examine our conditions, consciousness, understanding, and true intentions. Only then can we truly explore how to seek, see, and feel God's presence in the details of our lives. Otherwise. Is all just empty talk with little meaning? The story of the rich young man provides us with a lot of room for reflection. At that time, Jesus was already on his way to Jerusalem, facing the suffering he would endure for the salvation of all people. That means this incident did not occur when Jesus was actively calling people to be his disciples. Therefore, we know that Jesus's invitation to the rich young man is the same as the invitation to anyone who 
who wishes to follow him, including you and me. What's noteworthy is that the rich young man's intention was not necessarily the same as that of other people in the gospel who wanted to follow Jesus. Instead, he simply and intently desired to inherit eternal life. Therefore, we can infer that Jesus' requirements for his disciples and apostles must be higher than those for the rich young man. In other words, the demands Jesus made to the rich young man are the lowest threshold for us to embark on the path to the kingdom of heaven. You might think, isn't God too demanding? This perception is related to the image of God in our hearts. Assuming that we firmly believe that God is all good and always looks out for our best interest, and because we are created by Him, so God knows our weaknesses and temperaments. On this basis, we can be assured that God will show us the most effective and direct ways for our salvation and will not deliberately make things difficult for us. If we suspect that God has raised the bar unnecessarily, our image of God deviates from the essence of God. If God were truly so unreasonable and demanding, you probably wouldn't choose to find this God in all things. When we are clear about all of this, we can make a serious and resolute response to choose God as the love of our lives. With this solid foundation, finding Him in all things becomes meaningful. Would you rate and evaluate yourself in your relationship with God and in responding to His demands? Do you think God thinks the same about you? Have you asked God for confirmation on this? Relationship with God, are there things you know based on reason and conscience that you should do but you fail to do them? Why?
Do you think you are serious enough in your relationship with God? Are you more concerned about God, or do you think God is more concerned about you? God, thank you for allowing me to face myself in today's reflection. In my relationship with you, I really didn't take your feelings into consideration. I am so used to justifying my actions, and I have never thought of seeking any confirmation from you. God, why am I so self-centered and selfish? Please help me, Lord. Enable me to think from your perspective, to understand why you have such high expectations for me. Help me reflect on why I take my personal interests more seriously than my commitment to you. I truly don't want to see myself mistreating you and making you suffer. I don't want to just ask for your forgiveness. I only hope that you can grant me strength and determination to put you as the first priority in my life. <laughs> 